And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we got stuff to talk about and it was the best way of doing it. And it fit our budget, which was non-existent. So we've kind of got that with the BBC and some of its programming from the 70s. Part of this is follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble, pretty much everywhere. You can find me almost anywhere under that name, uh, S-H-U-J-I-N. Um, go ahead and introduce you to the guys that are here for the time being. That, that'll alter itself in due course. Top left top left hand corner of North America in a wonderful location of uh, Calgary. Uh, Dallin, good evening. Good evening. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 as with everything with me, there's reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, down and to the right into the uh, Midwest, of the U.S., where it's. Uh, I, I believe that were you a witch, you'd be carving circles in glass tonight. Hi, Bridget. Hi. It's cold out there, isn't it? You got that right. It it got down to like minus eighteen Celsius. <laughs> what? Hold on here. Yeah. Briefly. Okay. I, I normally joke when when I hear uh, a person south of the border, especially one down there, uh, complaining about the cold. Mm-hmm. But yeah, eighteen below—that is significant, Burr. That that is. Yeah, that's we're getting into that uh, barking ass uh, vicinity when you get to that. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. And, to, and, the wind was brutal. Oh. Yeah. and to be fair, to be fair, it, that is kind of like what it kind of should be at times this time of oh, year. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. We haven't really had a winter yet, but now I guess we can say that we have. Yeah. Best of my knowledge, I don't think that you guys really, at this point, Dallin, I don't think that you guys really, wouldn't you guys normally have had like two, maybe three days where basically people were told, you know, probably not such a good idea to be out driving today? Calgary uh, Alberta is a weird province that way um, because of our proximity to the mountains and that the fact that we are kind of a slave to whatever comes in out of the Pacific. Uh, yeah, we can get days where it's like, don't bother going out. And the next day it'll be, you know, shorts and t-shirt weather. Yep. Yep. We've had that. So, I mean, it's, um, now you get a little bit further East, like, you know, where, where I grew up. Okay, now you're talking things are a little more consistent, as in, yeah, it's 40 below. It's going to be 40 below for a few days. And then it'll warm up to a nice balmy, you know, 25 below for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, uh, by, by then it's actually springtime, so. Yeah, and then you got us over here where we're at the mercy of whatever polar vortex is coming through across the water. Uh, because the the phenomenon known as lake effect snow in this region is amazing. Uh, yeah. Some some years ago, we had a weekend. Uh, I think it was a Christmas weekend, something along those lines, where we ended up getting uh, in within forty eight hours two meters of snow. Jeez. 
No lie. You know, I think the year we met or, or, or the year I started listening to a lot more on Second Life, I remember seeing a news report where there were houses that were buried. Yeah. Uh, and I seem to recall, I, I let a joke go about that. And, um, well, let's just say, Bridget, it was one of those things that uh, we became very good friends over. Yeah. I, I, I believe there were a few F-bombs dropped in response to my uh, my little quip. Kansas doesn't blame you. That was the uh, that was when I still had my little white Honda Civic hatchback, the one that had like manual everything. Oh, and it was which, buried under all that snow. And I had see, that would to kind of dig explain it. why then. Yeah, I had to dig it partially out because on the street I was on, if the uh, if if the if the plows had come through they wouldn't have noticed the difference between the white fluffy stuff and the white almost heavy piece of metal that my car was. That was, that was not a fun night. Mm. That was a night where I went out and I was trying to dig for a little bit. And it's, it's like two in the morning and, and uh, Fujin's just like, you know what? Just stop. It's, it's not going to be stopping anytime soon. Just relax. This, This, we didn't think we were going to be getting that. And I came in at the time I had, I still had my duster jacket from Sydney on over my denim jacket over my street clothes. And I had a matching, uh, oiled canvas hat with a big wide brim. And I came in and she's laughing and she's laughing. I'm like, what? She's like, hold on a second. Let me get the camera. Why? Takes camera, tilt your head down just a little bit. Why? Just click i had a ring of snow on the top brim i looked like i could have been an angel with a fallen down halo on my head (laughs) (laughs) except it was white instead of you know yeah then again the fact that it was white snow instead of yellow snow that's a good sign right there so that's that that (laughs) helps considering all things anyway so with all that out of the way um so hi everybody yes we are here uh for right now it is us uh, Joey, we are, we have been expecting, uh, he's not here at the moment. Not quite sure. It, it could be that he's kind of, you know, still kind of tuckered out. It, it, work for him has been a little, uh, physically taxing. It's about as far as I think it comfortable enough to say, but it true enough. So him needing a little bit of time. Hey, you know, whatever. It's not like I'm going to dock his pay or nothing. Uh, Joseph, don't know. It's you know he he's working so you know getting up early on a weekend, yeah uh, it it'll happen when it'll happen so no biggie yeah it, it's more a question of yeah okay uh, like you said getting up early on a weekend why would you want to yeah well especially considering you know oh dark stupid in the morning yeah that too and uh, Unreno Tech has said that uh, he'll be joining us probably before the first hour is over which is which is going to work out fine. Of course, for those of you that are watching live, please feel free to take advantage of the live chat over there. I can point over there and not have to worry about anybody giving me shit about which way I'm pointing because we're still not running with video because I don't trust the setup this time. I fixed some stuff that should have fixed a lot of other stuff. So whatever, we'll probably bring video back in a a week or two just to make sure after everything's okay. But Stephanie, I do see you over there. Hi, good morning. 
Uh, I think I'm glad to live in the UK. We have gales and rain at the moment, but nothing like you are talking about. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's also another piece about it. Uh, at least you guys don't have to worry about, you know, sun-based sarcoma. I mean, you, you guys don't usually get sun, so you know, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all fine. Has <laughs> <laughs> Dennis hit there yet, Stephanie? Is what, what did you ask? Has Dennis hit yet? Dennis. Uh-huh. It's, there's supposed to be, you know, some bomb cyclone thing. Oh. Oh. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even go looking. Wow. I didn't know about that. Yeah. It's supposed to hit the UK and mm, forgot where else, but it's supposed to be like really big one of those bombogenesis things. Uh, yeah. Oh, and there it is. Yes. That is the wind and rain. Well, nice to know that Dennis has given you a wet blowjob, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to <laughs> figure out. Anyway, so what with uh, everything else going on, um, I'm going to get things, uh, I'm going to get things started because uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of don't want to. I, I I really don't want to, but I don't have any real choice in the matter. So, um, let me just, uh, let me just go ahead and get us rolling over here. Uh, yeah. So with, uh, five minutes, uh, on the clock, your five minute freestyle starts right now. And I'm going to tell people, um, you may not want to listen to this one. I am very likely going to be pissing some people off. I'm going to make some people very uncomfortable and really question me, my motives, my personality, my person. And I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, you can go ahead and you can question all you want. It ain't going to make a lick of difference. Because if you've done me long enough, you're going to know full well that what I do, I do because it's that important. The... Five minute freestyle for those of you that looked at it, probably looked at it and just went, okay, I don't know what language that is. Fair enough. It's a, it's an initialization. It's not an acronym because remember an acronym, you'd actually be able to pronounce it. This is initialization. And I, I've had a really, really, really bad day all day today, literally since when I woke up this morning and rolled over and and took a quick look at the messages on my phone. I had a really, really, really bad day. The initialization, A-B-R-H-N-I-C-R-I-P. It translates to Angry black rant, head nigger in charge, rest in peace. I know, I said it, I don't care. And there's, there's, there's reasons. There's always, there's always reasons for the stuff that I do, whether it's going to be pissing people off or not. There's always reasons. 
Dallin will will be able to easily tell you. I I I say that often enough when I'm doing uh, DJ sets because because my show my rules. I found out this morning that, and I'm going to use it again because it's. He would tell me. He would tell me you you need to go ahead and you need to say it. The head nigger in charge of uh, angry black rant, Ishmael Brown died. He's a young guy. He was an important voice in the skeptical and atheist community. He is one of those uh, people for whom this was something he was not always appreciated for. He was angry. He had uh, a lot. He had uh, he had his own demons like anyone else. He had, um, well, he had a lot of anger. And in some cases, rightly so. But he channeled it. He put it to use. He went ahead and he basically said, look, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to be a pissed off motherfucker and I'm taking you all along for the ride, but God damn it, it's going to be for good. And he left his mark and, and he and I had the opportunity of, of, uh, interacting a couple times. And the reason why I don't have a problem with calling him and yes, I'm going to say it again, tough shit, the head nigger in charge. It's because one episode that we did a while ago, I was debating whether or not to use the terminology because I was talking about what race relations were like in the 60s and in the 50s and how attitudes sucked. And I wasn't sure whether or not it was right for me to go ahead and say it and to put it in perspective and context and I specifically and intentionally got in touch with him. And he told me, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, you be brave. You do what you got to do because you're right. Because if people don't feel uncomfortable with it now, then there's a problem. And they need to learn that they should be. Because we need to move past all this. We need to learn we need to grow, and the only way to do that is to pick at that damn scab until it ain't there anymore. So tonight I have my first drink of my wine in a long time. And I dedicate it to you, Ishmael. Too damn young. I don't know that I can speak for all of us on this one, but I'll say for me. Thank you, you magnificent bastard. Thank you for taking us all along for the ride. Pissed off or not, you're a good man. When all is said and done, you're a good man, and you will not be soon forgotten. you, Ishmael. Come by.
is episode 298 on the docket, Your Honor. It's a grab bag. Too long. Didn't research. That's what that means, right? TL did too too long. Didn't research. That's that's what that means, isn't it? That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, close enough. I don't care. Will you please shut your pussy up, Mrs. Slocum? There's some people who get that. Stephanie's probably going to get that. I hope Stephanie gets that. <laughs> Stephanie, did you get that? Or you, or you? Do you have blue hair? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, Remember, the blue hair was only on one particular day. It could have been pink. It could have been purple. It could have been... Oh, and it was. And it oh, was. yeah. So, um, like I said, there's just... I've just been too overwhelmed with trying to figure stuff out. What the hell to talk about. Really just don't know. So I decided basically to just kind of blow open the doors, talk about whatever, wherever it takes us, whatever, whatever we end up doing. And, uh, you know, we'll just kind of take it from there. I did go looking up information on Rafe Badawi. I have uncomfortable news because, uh, I have information from, uh, his Twitter feed. The um, the tweet that I found from his uh, from his account, uh, just uh, I don't recall what day it was posted for. It was uh, it was recent. It says uh, urgent. I have not heard from my husband Rafe Badawi since 14 January. All my attempts to contact the prison authorities have failed. They are stalling. The silence is very worrying, as he used to call me and my children on a regular basis. I fear the worst. I wish I had better news. I wish I had any news. Right now, we kind of have to wait. Considering that he was fasting again, it's possible that he's in hospital or in some kind of bad state being cared for for whatever that might be worth i know i'm typically referred to as the cynic of the group but i would like to think that maybe just maybe with no other information at the moment other than the best possible at the moment is that he's just in prison and isolated. As of the recording of tonight's show, it is now seven years, seven months, 31 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. We are still hoping. So, yeah. You can well imagine with uh, with all the stuff that talked about to open up, you can understand why I just finally was completely overwhelmed and, and had no idea what in the hell to talk about tonight. Yeah, I can kind of understand that. It's um, I admit I, I listened to him a little bit for a while, um, and then I just kind of lost track of him for a long time. Um, 
I know he had he had ties with the scathing atheist too, didn't he? Or he he'd been featured on that show a few times. Yep, and uh, we were on um, with uh, Jake for Wharton a couple times for uh, imaginary friends. Okay. And um, we had a we had a good time. We were on up. We were on opposing teams at one point, and uh, we kind of chummy buddy buddied a little bit. Well, we were kind of ganging up on Jake, so I mean that's 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 fine. That's, <laughs> you know, when 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 the opposing teams are ganging up on the on the host, you know, that's 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 a good sign right there. Well, that makes for good TV or a good podcast in, in some cases, or a mediocre podcast. Or any podcast, really. I mean, he hasn't asked me to be on again recently, so, you know, whatever. I'm sure he'll get back in touch with me when he's got somebody that uh, drops out at the last minute and says, Shoo, are you busy? Yeah, okay, fine. (laughs) He's had a couple of times where that's happened. He got in touch with me. He's just like, yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it. Just let me know. I let him have it at the end of those shows, though. It's like, so, uh, Shujin, how, how can people find you? Well, they can find me on your show when you've got, like, a, a last-minute ditch on you. So, you know, you got that going for you. It's like, yeah, it's, that's that's what I get. Yeah, it's, it's it's good. And, by the way, Felis, hi, hon. Man, it really has been a long time since I had uh, any of this wine. Kind of miss it. Anyway, you know what I like? I said earlier today, I did go out and I told myself I was actually going to pick up some uh, some soda <clears throat> to you know start consuming some of this rum that I've been acquiring as of late. But uh, <laughs> I completely forgot. I, I I was so blown away by the fact that I was laughing at the Walmart I was at mm. uh, because where all of the Valentine's candy was was quite literally now empty shelves. And anything else that was left on the shelf had that gigantic 50% off sticker. So we joke about the half price off chocolate day. Oh, but it's real. It is very real. Yep. They do that over Target. You know, I was, I just saw that there was a, a a blip over on the, uh, over in the discord and, um, in uh, in the HCTV, and I just suddenly thought to myself, "Oh, I should really take a look and see what's." No, don't click on that. Don't click on that. You're going to change everything on the screen. Don't do that. Oh, that's that's right. I have to use my phone for that. <laughs> I forgot for a minute there. And that's what happens. Anyway, uh, since we've got uh, basically just a a whole uh, a whole night of well, I mean the hour and a half of just, you know, whatever in the hell. And we've never done it before. Would you mind if I were to just go ahead and uh, throw the horrible scopes out? Oh, throw them out. Go for it. Cause we haven't, we haven't done it before and uh, I'm not going to do the background music, but, uh, but uh, like I've been telling folks, uh, I've, I've actually given serious consideration to re-recording them and, seeing about putting out a minor podcast of sorts for these. I don't know. Maybe, maybe people might like it. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it sometime, but anyway, just for the hell of it. And, uh, yeah, we'll kind of do from there. Oh, and by the way, Felis, uh, 
wanted to say, hi, good to see you. We've been a little bit worried about you because we hadn't heard from you for a couple of days. So mm-hmm. yeah, there, there you go. So. Um, remember, the flagon with the dragon has the brew that is true. At least for now. Until somebody break up. So here are your horrible scopes for this week. Aries. Has Yay, your, that's me. Uh, here's your reality check for today. You know how the expression is, it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. You're allowed to because she's only your mother-in-law. She's a shrew. Do anything you can to piss her off before she outlibs you. Nothing. No, no, no snicker. No, no. Okay. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> That's a good point. Taurus. Think about it. Discipline and willpower are exactly what you need to get through this week. Pity you're an al dente linguini in a pretzel stick kind of world. Your only saving grace will be to use your flexible body to wrap around those long, hard pretzel shafts. And have you seen L.A. Blue Girl? Oh God. <laughs> Gemini, remember, never attribute to malice that which can be more easily explained by incompetence. Give people the benefit of the doubt this week. Because if you don't, you're going to go nuts trying to figure out where you can rent a backhoe, 20 kilograms of lye, and a hectare of land. Cancer Moonchild, a little foreign culture could be just the thing you need right now. Learn how to pronounce the word hectare. And what it means. And a new business venture in real estate could open up for you. Just before to have, just be sure to have a good legal team and practice this expression. It wasn't there when I sold the property. <laughs> Leo, that word a day calendar is doing wonders for you. Did you skip over Maelstrom? Pretty sure you did. So here's our help for you. Tell your significant other that you've renamed their mouth to Maelstrom. If they get upset or confused, dump them. If they don't understand what level of compliment that is, you don't need them in your life. You'll be better off with a Swedish penis pump by Electrolux. Yes, they're still in business, and yes, Electrolux is Swedish. I actually did look that up. (laughs) Virgo... How many times have you been told growing up, think before you act? But did you? Of course not. Otherwise, you would never have said, okay, gonna breathe now. Gonna pump my heart. Gotta swallow my spit. Gotta pump my heart again. Gotta breathe now. You are not Calvin. You do not have a tiger best friend. And all those unopened cans of tuna under your bed are starting to get a little creepy. (laughs) Libra. Your mind is feeling restless this week. Maybe a vacation is in order, but one that's otherwise unbound. Go somewhere where the only concern is how many days until you have to go home. Go on a walkabout. Just go to Australia to do it. You can't get too lost that way. It's an island for crying out loud. Just stay in the open desert, too. That way, there's nowhere for the drop bears to fall from. Just watch out for flying spiders. Scorpio, your mind is sharp as a whip and quick as a fingernail. Melancholia is neither a fruit nor a vegetable, so don't go trying to make a smoothie out of it. It's uncomfortable. It's disconcerting. It leaves you with a feeling of discountenance. 
did you steal Leo's word of the day calendar again? <laughs> God damn it, Scorpio. Really? <laughs> Sagittarius, get out of your rut and do more exploring on your own. Take a trip to the Big Apple, buy a ticket for the subway and ride the rails all week. Some of the greatest people in the world travel that way. Some amazing musicians on the platforms and maybe just maybe you'll meet a celebrity like the most enlightened Amish man in the world. You'll have a hard time convincing anyone that you met him, though, since he still doesn't do selfies with people. Capricorn, use your power to create prosperity for yourself. And by power, we don't mean pickpocketing this time. Yes, we had a good laugh at the birthday party when you showed everyone the guest of honor's extra magnum condom. But geez, she's in college. Let her dream. Aquarius, there are forces working in your favor. Hidden forces. Secret forces. If you want to know who's part of those forces, just ask. Remember, just like with the Mafia, anyone who says they are part of the Mafia, they're not. Anyone that is part of the Mafia would never say so. So now you know who to trust. And my fellow fish Pisces. Your openness to others will make future business endeavors more entertaining. Asking for that business loan for a new VR adult game room might be a little tough, but we believe in you. We're sure you can come up with a corpse-speak version for VR simulated bestiality adventure. How about we help you with this one? Try this out. Captain Kirk-esque cross-species romance quest game. Everyone loves green space women, right? So what if they're really Lamia? And those are the horrible scopes for this week. Uh, I had fun with those. Leave me alone. Yeah. (laughs) They were good. See, when we do Friday nights and I get Joe and Dallin to help me out with doing these, I can usually judge how well I've done by whether or not they both start laughing as they're reading their own. So I've had a couple of them that were real winners. So I'm I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, pretty pretty good rule of thumb. If 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 Shujin can if he can break us on something like that, then job well done. There is that. And uh, finally caught up with everything. Phyllis, uh, sorry everything's gone to pot for you. I'm glad that you're doing okay, and, and thank you. i got to get you my phone number so you can text me sometime and just say, yeah, I'm fine. That's all that really matters when all of a sudden. Done. Okay, so, Bridget, what's going on with you and your pussy over there? Why, why is it yelling and screaming and yowling and whatnot? What the hell? I don't I don't know. I've got two of them that are, that are at it. This evening, just yelling for no reason. That's actually rather impressive for one person. <laughs> I just heard that. <laughs> yeah, she got moved out of the room and she was griping about that too. <laughs> I don't know. She's just a cranky old lady. Yeah, it's fine. It's all fine. And I can still hear her. Well, the other side of the house. That's what happens. 
Yeah, I mean, she's 15. That's like, what, 130 <laughs> in people <And>, years? <laughs> uh, that's one Betty White old. Yeah, she's like, get the hell off my lawn. Just, yeah. You know, that was a question that I, I posed up last night. Who's going to go first, Betty White or Keith Richards? Oh, that's a tough one. Hmm, I don't know. Probably Betty White. I don't know. I, I, honestly, when the universe ends. No. <laughs> no. Keith Richards has outlived everybody. He looks like it, too. There is Except that. Except Jagger so far. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, they, they look really, really rough. Yeah. Did they say that they were going on tour again? Again? I think so. I think so. They you know, just need I to wonder pack if, it up. No, I, I wonder if that was like the, the contract that they that they did. You know, they they live forever, but it means that they have to go on tour. Like in, in lieu of losing their soul, maybe they had a really good lawyer uh, do something with the devil so that, uh, you know, all they have to do is just tour. As long as they can keep doing it, they'll live forever and they won't have to fork over their immortal soul. You know, sounds like a really bad Wayne and Schuster skit. Oh, wait, they actually did do something like that once. <laughs> That now makes me realize what the the ultimate end of the world tour would be. Them touring with the Charlie Daniels band. Oh, God. The question is, who would be opening for whom? Or would it be like Scott Pilgrim and it's band versus band and amp versus amp? <laughs> Whatever. So, amongst the bullshit that we've seen going on, is he winning or isn't he winning? Bernie Sanders, is he the guy that they want oh. or isn't he the guy that they want? Is he the guy that's actually up or is he the guy that's just going to completely destroy the entirety of everything? Although I have seen one person in particular not going to name names. But it is somebody that we know on the show who has basically, uh, I don't know if it was copy pasted or whatever it was, but basically give us Bernie or we will destroy the DNC ourselves. Yeah. The, there's, actually, there's quite a few Bernie or bust um, or well, uh, candidate or bust groups these days. There's um, apparently there is a, um, uh, who was it? Uh, Yanger bust. I uh, don't know if there's Buttigieg or bust yet. Mm, I don't think so. No, but um, millennials hate him. <laughs> and with reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's, it's just that. Let's be fair. I'm definitely the, these hmm? these. Uh, uh, forgive me for wording it this way, but these kids, and I'm saying that only as that they are like 20 years our junior. Mm -hmm. These kids. Um, they ain't stupid. There are a lot of these kids, and again, I'm I'm using it as twenty years younger than us and down, meaning you know thirty to eighteen or eighteen to 30, yeah. whatever the hell. Let's face it, 
they ain't stupid. They know when somebody is being a fake. And brother, you can't hide it from... What, what did I say earlier? The old tech expression, all is known. Yeah. Sooner or later, all is known. And no matter how hard you try to cancel somebody or censor somebody, if you're a big corporation, it gets out there. Yeah. And oh, yeah. there, there is stuff in the wind right now that is positively terrifying. And I'm speaking as someone who's, you know, only tangentially uh, affected by what's going on down there. Oh yeah. But you know, and. I've been saying this since 2016. Like, you guys got to get your shit together. And that's not happening. No. And, well, um, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Project Veritas. Yeah. Okay. Say what you will about them. Um, and I know YouTube has a massive hate boner for them. Um, some of the things that, that has been coming out about uh, Bernie's camp recently is downright terrifying. I must have missed something. Okay. Um, do you, okay. Do you know what Project Veritas is? I do not. Okay. So these guys do a lot of like undercover camera work. So they will, um, they'll film people uh, usually without them knowing it. And if it's in like a, a single consent state, you know, they can do that. So, yeah, I just learned this recently uh, of these uh, single consent states. They actually have people um, on video. Uh, these are people who work for Bernie Sanders, not just supporters, but people who actually work on his campaign. Okay. Who have said that when he gets elected, uh, because they're that confident, that Trump supporters are going to be re-educated. And he even mentioned the word gulag. And then tried to romanticize it. They said, well, you know, the Russian gulags really weren't that bad. They were paid a living wage. They got conjugal visits, yada, yada, yada. And th this is what, according to this guy, this is what Bernie Sanders meant by free education. That basically anybody with a dissenting point of view of the government is going to be rounded up and put into these education centers. Now, whether or not it's bullshit at this point is irrelevant because the moderates are looking at that and going, this is not happening. Like th this is not how you win the hearts and minds of, of the people by telling them that, uh, Hey, you know what? If you don't agree with me, we're going to do something to you. That is positively terrifying. The question is, is that inside the bell curve or is that aberrant data outside of the bell curve? I would given some of the other, th no, given some of the other things that Bernie Sanders has said in the past about his appreciation for so-called Soviet culture. Again, somebody who thinks a little more critically is definitely going to take this with a humongous grain of salt. But I think there are some people who would look at that and seriously call it into question. Furthermore, 
when it comes time, like when when the big election, when the big campaigns start, don't think for a minute that Donnie's not going to jump on this one. I mean, what Veritas got and the fact that Bernie hasn't refuted it yet, that's just giving the opposition way too much ammunition uh, for campaigning. Possibly, probably, but there is uh, a couple of things to also hit on. Uh, over in the chat, by the way, Trippin, hey, uh, had uh, Stephanie had said projection. That is what Trump is doing. To yeah. Uh, uh, to be fair. I mean, to be fair, isn't sort of. Yeah, it, it, that has what has that <laughs> take four. That has been happening. Anyway, but accepting that, but on top of what Dallin was saying, where he hasn't said anything about it yet, Bernie hasn't said anything about it yet, that, yes, the delay on that is uncomfortable. However, I am willing to grant a temporary a temporary stay of being pissed off to find out when did this come out when did this get to his ears how long did it take for him to actually find out what was going on and then what to do about it well and that's just it i don't know um the trouble was um, Project Veritas, as soon as they come out with stuff like this. Oh, I'm sure they're hitting the waves. No, places like YouTube shut them down because uh, no, no, no. The, this is bad speech. It cannot exist on our platform. I mean that regardless of what platform they're using, as soon as they've got some some juicy bite, they're trying to shovel it out there some way as quick as yeah. they can. And now I haven't heard anything. Um, because dim clicks, you know. Yeah, and I haven't heard anything if uh, if Bernie's even heard about this yet. Um, I'd be surprised if he hasn't. Agreed. Um, and if if he if he hasn't heard about it yet, okay, fine. But if he has, but has not addressed this, because look, if <sighs> think back to you know what a YouTuber would, you know, call out somebody and suddenly the fans of that person rabid as they were, were the ones going out there and taking action, you know, because, well, I, I'm only killing this person in your name, sir. You know, I'm, I'm your biggest fan and here's how I prove it. I believe the term you're looking for it. Let me try this again. The secret word is white knight. Fair enough. So I was thinking about Betty White earlier, and I'm just remembering yeah. she was on Password. And well, it's not even so much. Well, okay, in a way, it is kind of white knighting for a person where you would, you know, you would harass a dissenter, or, um, you know, if you were critical of somebody, and suddenly one of their fans shows up at your mailbox and puts a bullet in it or something as a way of saying you better back off. 
Um, this is not the kind of white knighting that someone like Bernie Sanders needs at this point. Oh, and I dare say that he wouldn't want it either. No, like honestly, if if someone is going out there saying that, yeah, you know, I support the fact that Bernie Sanders, uh, and be, let's say it, people are calling are actually calling him a communist, and there is no. Uh, I would dare say there's probably no worse insult or no worse accusation you could level at someone who's trying to get into American politics than calling them that. And if there are people that are like openly, you know, supporting, um, supporting Soviet esque or Soviet era gulags and stuff like that, and saying that that is, that is what the Bernie Sanders campaign is all about. Uh, yeah, if I was Bernie, I'd be saying, no, 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 no. You back off on that right now because this is not the kind of press we need. And so you just want to grab the guy and, and go, not helping, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I don't know the guy personally, but I would assume. I know, I know, don't remind me. I would assume the only gulag that the poor gent would even make any kind of reference to is free actual education for people so that they can learn what the damn difference is between, you know, all these different types of economies and and political ideologies through, you know... I don't know, grade school, uh, secondary school, four years of college. So All that, well and good. All yeah. well and good. But if you're going to do that, don't use a, don't use a word like gulag. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Again, I, I know. This, and you're right. This guy right. is not, he's not helping the cause. No. No. No, absolutely not. And the the problem is, as was stated, the projection thing and the, the, what's a, what's a, oh, I'm going to, forgive me for coining a phrase, the hyper pendulum. I, I can understand somebody getting themselves into a, a, a frothy frazzle and wanting to make, make an example, but you're right. A doesn't help. B, you're completely screwing everything over because people are already thinking that, you know, you guys are the worst thing since uh, uh, the Pinto, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I mean, but the thing of it is, you know, as, as we've, as we've talked on the show before, if there was better proper education primary, secondary, so that people actually understood what these terms actually meant before you got to the whole, well, we're just going to re-educate everybody. You know, we wouldn't necessarily have to be to this point, but at the same time, the idea that, um, the idea that somebody who is a progressive 
and has been for oh my god how long has he been in 20 it's been it's been 20 years plus for him at this point isn't it for bernie yeah i think he's been in politics since the oh he's mid-90s. been 90s been around for forever yeah and he's uh there th- there was a video that i caught of him from the mid late 80s i think where he talked with a couple of folks uh kids all all in uh in uh, punk and wanted to ask him okay what's the deal with your hair your your mode of dress with how you feel things are okay what is it you don't like about the government right now and what would you like to see changed talked with them spoke with them didn't talk at them didn't didn't throw you know political points at them just said okay what is it that you feel what do you think tell me where your position is so that i can better understand you thank you for talking with me and this is the 80s where you know all right admittedly punk was on the on the decline at that point but the the whole uh, post punk anarchist wave secondary wave i guess is the best way of putting it at the time you know ye, th- the fact that they were willing to talk with him and actually talk with him i mean that that's a lot of credence in my book as somebody who grew up in the 80s and knew what these kids were like yeah I don't know. I just, I worry that, well, I mean, it, the other thing too, is that the, the Democrats still don't have a leader yet. Good and Lord. It's just like it, the entire atheist community. We don't have a leader, <laughs> but, no, we, but, but the but, thing is, no, I know. They need a leader before the end of the year because there's this thing coming in November. I know. I know. And it's, it, I don't know, I've just been watching this and it is, it's a feeding frenzy. And I have, I, I am just watching a lot of this and just shaking my head at a lot of it. Oh, and you have been for, for the last couple of years. I know. Yeah. Here, here's the I, th- I've been shaking and I've been telling, you know, I mean, I've said it right I said it right when he right when from he the Trump get-go. Yeah. I said Yeah, I remember. You know, because everybody said, Oh, we got till 2020. I'm like, no, you have until 2018 so that you can take back the House, uh, take back the Senate. I think that's the two of them. You can take the yeah. Senate and Congress, and then you can paralyze him, just like the Republicans did to Obama in his later years, or just like Gingrich and his boys did to Clinton. You know, there there are ways to prevent a president from doing too much or doing too much damage in the name of an ideal, you know, in the name of idealism or ego in some cases. Yeah. This, uh, this messages your way, by the way, over, uh, yeah, but 20, okay. So, but 2018 rolled around and all we saw was, We, we, okay, there was some gains made. Oh, there was a lot. 
Yeah, but nowhere near where it should have been. Uh, agreed. And, you know, now here you are coming up on the big federal now in just a few short months. And. And what the I, hell, basically? Well, I pity whoever. Whoever becomes the, the, uh, the front runner for the, for the presidency. Because you're going to have a party and you're going to have members in that party. And supporters of that party who are so divided. Because. The, the, the infighting has been nothing short of visceral from what I've seen. Yeah. I've, I've got a couple of thoughts on that in a, in a second, but uh, over live chat, there's a couple of items that have been uh, over your way. I don't know if you've got it uh, uh, up and available um, to you. I, I got it now. Uh, let's see here. So uh, Trippin's asking me if I watched any of the vids or, or going off of what people are saying, what was in the vids on why they were pulled. Um, yeah. Okay. Tripp and I, I will admit, um, I did see some of the recordings, like, uh, of the things that were caught, uh, where the guy was admitting about the gulag and stuff like that. I have not actually seen, uh, the full video. Um, I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I even can right now, uh, cause obviously it's been pulled. Um, uh, there's a tweet trending uh, objecting to Bernie flying first class. The photo was two years old. Yeah. Any op- uh, any opportunity in a storm. That's true. And that's the other problem, too, is that people are, are taking things way out of, you know, either taking them out of context on purpose or seeing something and automatically knee-jerking, which, okay, you know what? I could very well be accused of that. You know, that, that is very possible. I mean, I've been, I've been watching a lot of things and okay, maybe some of the stuff I've said, maybe I was wrong, but somebody show me what's right. You know, if somebody tells me that I'm, I've been listening to lies or that I've been listening to something that's false. Okay. If you've got something, please tell me because I, I want to know, I will, I will take the hit and I will be humbled if someone can show me proof that everything I've said is utter is complete bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's well, okay. Let's remember though, that. Russian bots are added again. Yeah. That's, I can tell you that. Which is also a uh, part of what, uh, what uh, TD, by the way, TDTFI. Thank you. Uh, how much of those are Russian trolls? Yeah, the 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 mechanation is back in service again, mm-hmm. and uh, money not uh, being uh, assigned to that kind of uh, that kind of security. Can't imagine why. So here's uh, here here's here's the thing, and I, I'm going to put it to both of you and and Bridget especially. I kind of wonder if part of the problem in quotes problem between the democratic party and sorry, the Democrat party and the Republican party is that the Republican party put together a plan on what they want what they need to do in order to get there, in order to get what they want, 
whether it's completely ethical or not, but effective, versus the Democrat Party, who have said, look, guys, we have an overall, an overarching idea as to what we want, but you guys keep holding us back with what we think we can get and are afraid to stick our necks out. That's what it feels like for me. Bridget, what do you think? Well, I I think the Democrats need to get a clue um, (laughs) because what they're doing is not working. And the Republicans have had this quote-unquote roadmap for four decades now. And they're very well organized. They know what they want to do and they stick together. And unless the Democrats wake up and and do something, um, we're looking at another four years of Trump and uh, Democrats will never be in power again, ever. And Stephanie's got something else. The Democrat establishment want to throw the election. Then they can just sit in the background and whine. I don't believe that for a second. I really don't. Because of all the damage that has been happening at this point. You don't have to be versed in American law to look at stuff and go, that's just, that's just objectively um, harmful. Who the hell would ever do that? Looking at policy of of what's been going on and basically what I'm I'm talking about. Um, Farms, locally owned uh, independent farms are getting shoved. We've had um, one of the longest lasting dairy groups file chapter 11. We've got we've got concentration camps on our southern border. We have kids that have had Sharpie written on their arm in order to keep them somewhat safe and be able to get back to their parents, but that's just one step away from a tattoo gun now, isn't it? Yep. You know, I'm going to say it. And I've said it before. I'm going to keep saying it. And I'm, I'm going to keep saying it over and over and over again. Canada is what my United States was supposed to be. It really was. What I grew up through, through the end of the 60s and through the 70s and very early 80s, 
You were from a different company, a, a, a different country. You had a different skin tone. You had a different way of speaking. You had a, a different belief system. All is said and done didn't really matter. We were all still here together. That was what my country was supposed to continue to be. That's effectively on a on an overarch. That's what I see of Canada. There's care. There is we had to have in the mid 70s, we had to have a goddamn PSA from somebody who was an Italian-American impersonating a native North American uh, a first, first lander, I, I don't even know what to, what to call at that point, to basically tell people, don't throw your garbage out into the rest of the world. The, 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 the crying Indian. But yet, I go over to Canada, I don't see that. Other places where it still happens? Sure, it happens. It's not the, it's not the standard MO, not by a long shot. It's like you guys actually give a shit about everything, about people, about where you live. Well... Again, as an overarching, there are areas where that doesn't happen, where people are just asshats no matter how you slice it. But well, and ask uh, ask a few natives around here. Oh, I know. Oh, and God, they, I know. they'll tell you that we are definitely not we, – we are not all that uh, some people say. No. You know, and – It's a damn sight better than over here. Well, and now, like right now, we're actually dealing with um, – We've got people who are, oh, what is it? Um, via rail. Oh, God, yeah. Has actually said that they're uh, stopping service right now across Canada because a lot of their, a lot of their um, rail lines are currently being blocked by protesters. Yep. Uh, Jenny Xenotropos uh, is supposed to be going to uh, Fertile Equinox. She had her tickets canceled because they're not sure if they'd be able to uh, get folks. And she's up uh, the Montreal way. And mm-hmm. fortunately, she's already gotten uh, a, a change of uh, a change of way to do it. But they basically just canceled everybody's tickets for the next unknown time. Yep. Yeah, I saw about that. You know, so I mean, not not everything is not everything is sunshine and rainbows up here. No, but like I said, as an overarching, shit ton better than what my country's turned into from where it was. Well, there is that. You know, I mean, we can definitely say that we're not we're not the U.S. in that respect. Agreed. Um. Trudeau is admittedly not very well liked these days um, for, for certain reasons. And he's, he's made a few mistakes, admittedly. 
but yeah, you know, um, but we, we do have our, we have our own, uh, I guess you could say we have our own divisions here that we got to deal with as well. It's not always good. Um, But yeah, it could be worse, definitely. Speaking of, finally joining us from uh, outside the capital, Unreno Tech. Good morning. You made it. Yeah, good morning. Yep. Sorry, I'm late. No worries. You had a good time. It was a very interesting. Met a lot of new people from all sorts of different walks of life. It was a nice uh, little melting pot event, and uh, yeah, no, no uh, religious conservatives would have really liked it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Although, strangely enough, we do have a couple of Trump supporters that were there. I'm not saying we're all sane. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Uh, the group that I'm with, uh, with the event that we did, we're from all walks of life. You can find almost a sampling of anybody there. Um, Good. Yeah. And we all rally about one around one thing in common that brings us together. And we agree to be civil towards one another. So there's one gentleman there, for example, that is a avid Trump supporter. At least he was when Trump was first running for president. We haven't talked since all that stuff went on. So I don't know where he stands currently. But, I, I mean, he may still be a Trump supporter. He may not be. I don't know. Um, what I do know is that we're still civil to each other. You know, we still treat each other with respect, despite different uh, disagreement in politics. Um, there's uh, there's some people there that were are you know they are pro life, others are pro choice. There are some people who are like me. Uh, they think that um, owning guns is a right, but that we need to put things in place to help protect the nation as a whole from those who go batshit crazy with guns. You know, it's one thing to go, you know, I've got this 45. It's a nice gun. And call it a day. Versus, I've got a 45 and I've got this and this, 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 and this, and this thing does this and blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, they've got a hard on for it. That worries me. You Can't know, if you have a hard on for a gun, that's fine. As long as you're jerking it off at a range. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they might be firing blanks, and that's fine. But you know, it, it's the ones that where they get the the, the lifelike uh, targets. They start putting their politician the politicians with the views opposing viewpoint pictures up. I mean, I understand that some people put up a picture of like Osama bin Laden. I understand why they done it. Don't really like it. Again, you know. If the gun range is doing it, and it, it's their own thing, it just worries me a little bit, <laughs> especially when they put up their local politician. Then it really starts to worry. Yeah, I, I don't care if it's a politician or not. Putting pictures up of real people—that's yeah, that's a that's a that's a thing. Uh, Stephanie, there's one item that you put over here that um, I, I, I want to. I want to I want to hit on that one also, but um, I want to I want to I want to roll back a little bit further to uh, TD. Get universal health care. I'm just going to 
stop right there, full stop. Get universal health care. I saw a thing where somebody was trying to talk about how unions were fighting for health care and, and trying to make sure that people got it and people shouldn't be completely discounting that and should be working with their unions, the whole thing. And somebody pointed out that all well and good, but if if universal health care, a.k.a. Medicare for all, whatever, whatever, whatever the, the actual, you know, paint on the outside of it is, doesn't matter. But if everybody had universal health care and it was taken away from the hands of the employers, they couldn't use that as leverage and discontinue strikers health care as a bargaining chip. That's a good point. It's an excellent point. Yeah. That's a good Can, reason for a company not to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or to not to not turn over healthcare to a universal system. Yeah, exactly. And that shut up phone. <laughs> I put it on buzz instead and well, I, my own damn fault. Oh, you've got a buzz light here? No. <laughs> No, no. Bad joke. Oh. Well, I see what happened. Trippin, that's your fault. Trippin hit a a, a tweet that uh, that uh, came out. That's that's why it specifically buzzed my phone because it was like, "Hey, this post is specifically for you." Thanks, man. I appreciate that. So that that buzz that we had on on the on the fo- on the on the on the line. Thanks, man. That's all yours. Thank you. I got a number for you right here. You can't see it now, but trust me. He, he's I've number one. He could be. He, he's number one. Yeah. By the way, you missed the horrible scopes earlier. So there you go. Why? What was Scorpio? Mother. Really, you're gonna, you're gonna just, uh, Scorpio, uh, your mind is sharp as a whip and quick as a fingernail. Melancholia is neither fruit nor vegetable, so don't go trying to make a smoothie out of it. It's uncomfortable, it's disconcerting, it leaves you with a feeling of discountenance. Did you steal Leo's word of the day calendar again? God damn it, Scorpio, really? <laughs> I like it. There you go. That's a good one. That tickles. You're welcome. Thank you. Anyway. Um, so apparently there's a, there's a, a tweet. I'm going to have to make sure that you get a, a, a hold of, it's got uh, information about Veritas for you there, Dal. Hmm. Check it out a little bit later. Um, but you know, the thing with the, the thing with the healthcare and, uh, I was listening to one of our past episodes also where we were talking about the idea of the haves the idea of of uh, replication technology and we we're talking about uh, how uh Dallin, you had specifically talked about a, a story where replicator star trek level technology happened and suddenly the entirety of civilization basically just came to a grinding halt mm-hmm. so if if with healthcare it suddenly became a Everybody's got. 
even to the level of preventative. Yeah, Bridget, perfect. If everyone had preventative health care, meaning even prenatal health care, um, checkups and, and um, dental cleaning and eye exams and at least enough to make sure that people weren't dying from communicable diseases that, you know, like uh, you, you don't have to worry about anybody going around and you know, bring out your dead. How much pain and suffering, I know there's no way of, of putting a number on it, but would be eliminated from the society? Well, I mean, preventive care would stop a lot of things before it got to where it actually needed costly treatment that people can't afford to have, like uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, immunizations. I mean, how we know for a fact that anybody who is uh, has cancer, if it's caught in stage one, most cancers have some sort of treatment at stage one to, even if it's kind of an incurable cancer, something to improve the quality of the life. The sooner the caught, the sooner the better. Oh, hell yeah. You're right. And so that's just cancer. Forget all the other things like bronchitis and pneumonia and the mumps or MRSA or any of those other things, right? Things that we know how to treat, things that we know how to, uh, you know, get people through and everything else. I'm talking about stuff that quite literally one of the things that we as a species sink a ton of freaking money into finding cures for cancer being a big one catching any cancer at stage one is a great thing for a person especially uh for their family too uh and on a side note their finances hold it hold it right there that that was a piece i was trying to remember finances financially um dallin your side of the border um financial ruin because of medical debt how often i don't have the stats in front of you but if i can throw an anecdote your way yeah as of this thursday if i don't have a job uh for those of you that don't know i'm i'm currently unemployed my extended benefits from the company i worked for from the insurance company that they had me go with expire okay I can still go to a clinic and see a doctor. We can he too can in still, the USA. He what? can still he can still write me um, a prescription for a drug that I might need. Yep, comparable. However, when I go to the pharmacy to pick that up, and they see that I have no extended coverage, I will pay full price for that drug. And even with the dispensing fee or whatever, the deductible that I had with my current plan, let's say the uh, blood thinners that I have to take for a hundred days worth, which is 200 tablets, I would still end up paying a couple of hundred dollars with the discount. I don't even want to think what I'm going to have to pay for those, for those meds. I, and I know for a fact that 90 days of blood pressure medication, uh, full price is about $450. And probably twice that for the blood thinner medication. So 
and this is what I always wonder about when you're talking about universal healthcare, are you saying that now I've talked about when I had a job and when I had that great insurance coverage, are you saying that everybody should get that level regardless of an employment status or um, that you get the baseline where you can go into a clinic and see a doctor without having to have a debit card on standby. For well, if we're talking Medicare for all, um, it'd be the benefits that you know Medicare has. I mean, people do have to pay a, a premium for Medicare, but it's only like a hundred and six dollars a month. It's not very much. And they cover eighty yeah. percent and you cover the other twenty percent. And you see one of the things that I, I keep hearing is that um, one of the big fear tactics I keep hearing uh, on the other side is that if it's Medicare for all, that means it's private medic medication for none. But that's not really true. Like, uh, okay, you've got Medicaid and you've got Medicare. Now, is Medicare the one that you can get if you're under a certain level, like if you're under the poverty line, or is that Medicaid? No, that's Medicaid. Okay. So theoretically speaking, as it stands right now, anyone who's, you know, if they hit the skids or whatever, they're not making that kind of money, they can get Medicaid, can they not? Uh, you have to be way below the poverty line to get that stuff. Like... For an example, if you wanted to get Medicaid in the state of Mississippi, I think the most that your gross income can be is something like $3,600 a year for a family of four. Okay, so... In so most people are not going to qualify for it. Okay, now is that because they're they're just a little bit above that? Like if you made $4,000 a year, you would not qualify. If you're single, you would not qualify. Um, trying to think what other limits they have on it. I mean, they're kicking more and more people off of it. It's just. Yeah, because like say, so Medicare is the one that's for seniors or for over a certain right. age. For okay. Yeah, 65 and up, unless you're yeah. disabled. Uh -huh. Right. And they're so, just talking about expanding that to where other ages can participate in it as well. But we all pay into it all our lives. Yeah. So, but I also know that that combined um, federal expense right now in the U.S., at least the last numbers I saw, was about $1.3 trillion a year. That That's federal money that is put into Medicaid and Medicare um, every year by the federal government. Mm -hmm. So by expanding that, that is going to, I know exactly what will what'll happen is, okay, so you expand that, it's going to cost more money, that's going to be pulled out of more people's taxes, and of course, everybody that pays taxes are going to scream about it, which is what a lot of, you know, uh, conservatives are doing these days. They're like, you know, stop, stop taking my money. Oh, but isn't my road beautiful? That, that's that's where I kind of chuckle at things. You know, everybody says taxation is theft. Great. Um, 
How but they want their road your, fixed. I was going to say, how fun another, fixing your potholes, dude? But they uh, pay for it in other ways, though, which is what they're not considering, is if you have somebody who has no insurance that shows up at the emergency room, emergency room bills are a lot more expensive than traditional care. Oh, I know. Uh, I, <laughs> and if the person cannot pay, you know, then the state has to pick up the tab. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's more money. And, yeah. and and if the state picks up the tab, then we end up paying more taxes for it. Uh-huh. And, and we also that, end up paying higher deductibles on our insurance because the hospitals have to make up the money somehow. Yeah. Because yep, so. an average hospital the ER visit for like when they hardly do anything at all is you know about five thousand bucks. Yeah, they might take and, an X-ray for that. And, and let's not forget, if it's the whole taxation is theft and, uh, argument, well, that theft got us to the moon. So. What yeah, is it that you've got really... people with mentality of, well, what is going to the moon got uh, to do for me right now? See, the, the people are ignoring and I see it all the time. People are ignoring the things that we accomplished, the things that we did and are all about. Yeah. OK, fine. You know, you may have given me this technology by going to the moon and this technology and this and the other thing. But what have you done recently for me? Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Well, yep. my question is this. Uh, they're looking at starting, you know, one or two more wars. Uh, how are we getting money to pay for these wars? And how come that's okay, but diverting that money to uh, medical care is not okay? Yeah. How, what would you rather pay for? For an entire city to not get the mumps and measles or 13 seconds of A10 Burt? Uh, they'd rather pay for the 13 seconds of A10 burst because they're crazy. I am convinced that they're psychologically batshit crazy. I don't think that that's the case. I think <laughs> I work with people who make this no, stuff. no, I, I, I know, I know. I think that it's people who have been sold. A, they've been sold a ticket for a train ride to nowhere, and they don't even realize it, even though they're on the rail and they're just about ready to plunge off the edge of the bridge. And they just don't care at that point, because... I got my seat. I'm on the train. I'm going and and we're going. I got my ticket. And. Yeah, I paid for my ticket. Um, it doesn't matter that I got swindled. Um, I made the investment and I need to see it through. Because they don't want to admit they got swindled. You know, like I said, they're crazy. All that. And to think at one time we had a surplus. We had, we, I'm, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to bang my fist on the tabletop because that would sound really bad. And Dallin would look at the waveform afterwards and, oh, fuck, really, man? We had the shining example 
of technological know-how and educational fortitude. We had... We had it all. At least, that's the way it felt. That we could do no wrong. We could just drive and drive and drive. And you know what the very first, the very first that I can think of where suddenly American superiority, not exceptionalism, superiority came into question in the 70s when the Japanese cars started flooding the market and outperformed what was being built locally because they were better manufactured they were better in efficiency they were better with size and resources and ultimately they were as expensive or cheaper than what was available and they only improved with feedback and we just sat back and said big heavy ass muscle cars is where it's at why why aren't we selling anything and they just dug the ditch they just they just dug their heels in and just said our way or the highway and our way is the highway and why why are we losing out there was never ever any look there are other groups out there and they seem to know what they're doing too maybe we should i don't know um learn from it Oh, I don't know if you remember this one or not, Shijin, but uh, I was talking to my husband the other day about cars, and I don't remember if it was late 90s, early 2000s, but American-made cars were coming with three-year warranties, and the Japanese cars were still coming with, you know, seven to ten-year warranties. And I was, you know, thinking, who would be crazy enough to buy a car as much as they cost with a three-year warranty on it? But that's, you know what America was selling. Yep. Well, and I remember back, uh, this was before the big, um, the big bailout that happened, not, you know, a few years ago. Um, there was a, a thing about Ford and the, the F-150. And there was a time that they were being made or, well, okay. If they were, if they were built to the quality standards that they claimed they were being built on. And if they still sold for the price that they were selling, every F-150 would be manufactured at a loss. <laughs> and there was some kind of audit report or something done where Ford got called out on the carpet about this. And they said, you know, how, how dare you say anything like this? It's all lies. And, the people that were accusing them actually came up with the paperwork showing that <laughs> they had purposely purchased crap parts to build crap vehicles so that they could save a few bucks. And they ended up with a huge egg on their face as a result. Tech, what's the old tech mantra? 
users lie. The other one. Document, document, document. The all other other one. Oh, all is known. Yep. Yeah. Do not meddle in the affairs of your sysadmin, for they are quick to anger and know where you hide your porn. Or yeah. in this case, <laughs> where you put all the lying documentation and the truthful documentation. Yep. It said liar. You know, there's two sets of books. Yeah. As, no. a, as an aside, people, if you really want to hide your, your naughty pictures, renaming them to uh, TTF and then putting them into your font folder can work to a certain degree. But, uh... you know, a 10, a 10 megabyte TTF, we're going to inquire about that because what font takes up, you know, a certain well, amount of space. Well, it's very wide font. That's that, that's what it is. That font's got a badonkadonk. It's it's got a it, it's it's that's got a lot. What of, it's called? <laughs> there we go. I'd like to see a font called badonkadonk. All the letters are shaped using butts. Dude, it's the internet. You know full well somebody's. Done I know it. rule thirty four and all that, but now I want to see somebody do it. I Careful. I could go hey, looking in the middle of the show, you know. And, and anyway, anyway, I'm I'm sorry. But um, no, and I think recently they they've they've changed up quite a bit. Um, after the big crash a few years ago, I think they did a, a major turnaround. I don't think they had too much of a choice. Well, no, I mean, I drive a Ford now, and I'm okay with it. My my niece's. Um, Son still gives me grief for the fact that I drive a Ford, but you know he drives a Chevy. <laughs> but I mean that so that's he's got a, some sensible shoes to go with it, right? Well, I was going to say that's a. <laughs> some yeah. people know that one. I mean that's a, th- that is a rivalry as old as time. Yeah, you know. So whatever, but the idea of like what you were saying, Shujin, about you know. Um, Looking back, America had all of this. They had all of that. They did have a lot of things. Yeah. But look at what's happened over the past few years. So a lot of that heartland, a lot of that, you know, that sort of central core of America was manufacturing. Yep. And all that's been outsourced because of profit or profitability. Yeah. Look how many things are made in China nowadays. Oh, well, no, hold, hold on, no. hold on to that a second. Tagging on to that. Point. Yeah, tagging on to that. It's not just manufacturing. It's oh, no. everything. It's 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 everything. C- continuing on, go right ahead. Yeah. So so what's happened is that that comfortable feeling everybody had because they were secure in. They have a job. They have a paycheck. There's work. Mm-hmm. to be done and that they can do it that disappeared mm-hmm. so now people are um and i'd say for a good reason justifiably they are afraid they don't know yeah. what's going to happen next they don't know that if their their job that they've known for so many years is about to get you know Yoinked. taken overseas and you know that the the joke that came out you know like well, why don't you just learn to code? That's not going to help a lot of people either because eventually coding jobs will go away too. So um, on that note, when I took uh, being a contractor with 
uh, on working on government contracts, there periodically you have to take a cyber awareness training uh, session. It's basically watching a bunch of videos, learning knowledge, and um, uh, taking tests. So one of the things that they do in there is they talk about breaches of uh, you know security mm-hmm. and the different means that it can be accomplished. So some years back, some guy made the news. Uh, I forget his name because what he was doing was he was being paid an enormous amount of money to do coding work and he had to VPN with a government system. So what he did was, is he paid part of the money he was being made that he was being, that he was making to some kid overseas who knew the code, uh, how to code, gave him the VPN information and the key and the tokens and stuff. And so while Everybody else thought he was working from home. He was uh, <laughs> he was just goofing off, letting some kid pay do the work for a fraction of the price. Now, all the security stuff aside, okay, forget the breaches of contract and security. And oh yeah, I mean the guy the guy got in a l- I, I I forget what ultimately happened to this guy, but I mean he's still being used as an example. Bad things happened. The- yeah, Bad things <laughs> this happened. man did not have a good day. Nope. So um, there was jail time. There was money, fines. There was a lot of stuff. Uh, you don't mess around with government systems like that. Mm-mm. So, but it gives an ex- an example of we can find people to do the work overseas at cheaper costs because if you're somebody who's making say. Oh, I don't know, $75,000 here. And uh, you're, you're, you're paying your bills and, and you, you got a little bit of extra money left over at the end of the day. You go over to where they're living and you make $75,000 American and convert it to their money. You're living the rich style. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bridget. Oh, I was going to go off on a tangent as far as manufacturing in China. Can you imagine what's going to happen to manufacturing um, you know, with the coronavirus going on over there, and they're still pretty much on lockdown. And I can already tell you what's happening right now. Market's about to tank, <laughs> and we can't get parts. Yay! Yeah. yeah. Um, if you go on to Kickstarter, there are people who are doing projects, and they're, you know, they're doing their own uh, blueprints and stuff. But they ultimately, a lot of these uh, things that are being kickstarted. The manufacturing is being done out of China in most cases. There's a lot of Kickstarters that were funded that are currently on hold. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, how many of our computer parts are made in China? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> uh-huh. Dell, Hewitt Packard, nothing like a few of those contracts. You know, next day service, next day part, government guarantee contracts, everything else. Oh, crap. We, we ran out of surplus. Now what? Yeah. We're just going to have to wait. How about your car? Your car parts, some of your car parts are made in China. Guess what? No spare. Oh, um, darn. I guess you can't drive to work. Pharmaceuticals, medical supplies, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people thought Puerto Rico, who who cares? You know, they got hit by, a, uh, um, you know, bad weather. Who cares what happens to Puerto Rico? Uh, they make certain medical supplies of ours that are key to keeping people alive. I care what happens to Puerto Rico. Yeah, like saline and uh, dextrose and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I, Old bags. I, yeah. 
that 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 that's the kind of stuff that you know when one of my family members recently went to the hospital they needed to have and it was there so yeah puerto rico is important to me the the people who are affluent who are like oh i've got money i've got money your money doesn't mean shit when there is no supplies Mm-hmm. At that point, your money is good for starting fires. And it's not even good for that because our money is slightly fire retardant. Why can't we just do it the easy way? Just an anal tube, a funnel, and a, a Brita with some with some sugar? Seriously? Is it really – can it really just be that easy? Well, you forgot this. You forgot the uh, – if you're going for electrolytes, you can't just use sugar. You've also got to have a salt, salt balance in there. Salt, all right, yeah. Hopefully, you'll have some other Fine. things in there too like potassium and magnesium, which is what your cells need. You know what? Fine. And it needs to be sterile if you're injecting it. Oh, it's got to yep. be sterile. It's going in the butt. Who cares? Uh, Fine. Gatorade. Okay? It. Just Gatorade. Just just hang people upside down. Just stick the Gatorade. Twist the top and – yeah, How and, the uh, hell did we get onto that? And if the Gatorade <laughs> bottles are made in China, uh, what do we put the Gatorade into? Oh shit! I'm blaming TDTF. He went ahead with with all the with all the kink shaming over there. I'm just <laughs> trying to make a point. Yeah, the point so is, is that we don't do a lot in this country in terms of manufacturing and such it's going to be, and it's going to be to our detriment. It's yeah. going to come back and bite us in the butt probably in the next few weeks. Well, and, and that's what my is, point is that. In, in the name of profitability, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of this stuff was outsourced because people realized that, you know what, uh, places like China don't have the labor restrictions that we have here because of, you know, whatever reason, you know, unions or, you know, that, that nasty OSHA thing that uh, I found out some states are actually able to be exempt from, um, much to my shock uh, when I found out scary. about that. Uh, yeah, especially someone like me who, you know, used to be hip deep in OSHA related stuff on this side of the border. Um, but because of, of all stuff like that, of course, you've got to deal with, um, certain guaranteed wages, um, health benefits, all of that. So companies would say that, well, okay, you know, if I make a widget in Detroit, it's going to cost me $5 to make. And I have to sell it at a certain profit. However, if I get it manufactured from China, it'll cost me $3 to make. I can still sell it for the same amount, but I get more money out of it. Especially if they pass on the shipping charges from China to a, to the customer. So yeah. the customer may end up paying $6 in, instead of $5 American by getting it right. directly from the manufacturer in America. Right now that but, it's coming from China, they might be paying six or seven, but the vendor's still making money. Yeah, and that pisses and, me off. Well, the thing is, though, that's that's business. Yep that that's how they do it. That's why they do it. They do it because they know that, they know they can get away with it. Yeah, and and the thing is, business laws have been written and rules have been written that allow this kind of stuff. Yeah, which is exactly now, whether the you stuff call it we corporate conspiracy before. or government lobbying. Whatever it is, the fact is, it's here now. And I'm going to be very pessimistic here and say, I don't think anybody who gets into office is going to be too quick to uh, cast any glaring reforms on that because, well, 
you know, a ABC company that outsources everything, they also contribute a lot to uh, a certain political party. So yeah, lobbying or yeah. all of them. That shit needs to stop. Well, that's, that's a, that's yeah, a whole and again, other, that, that, that opens up a whole new, uh, can of beans that yeah, um, we don't have nearly the time to talk about any of that. We're not even going to, you know, that. and, and <laughs> again, you know, maybe I'd be a little bit extreme, but uh, yeah, if I was ever in office, Oh boy, Oh boy, Oh boy. You know, the only lobbyists would not like me. Oh, lobbyists wouldn't like me because the first thing I do is as soon as lobbyists start showing up my doorstep, I'd be like, Oh yeah. What's your name? Okay. Yeah. Who, who are you, who you represent? Sure. What is it that you have to offer? What is it that you're offering? I'm saying. What are you trying to ask me? Okay, and you're you're what? What's this part down here? Is this a promise that you're trying to make to me? Oh, okay, great. All right. Uh, yeah, I'd like to hold a press conference. This person from such and such representative sent me this documentation outlining this. Uh, they want me to do this in return for these kinds of rewards and favors, and so on and so forth. So um, just so you know, uh, anybody representing this lobbyist, which was uh, admitted by such and such, such and such, such and such, such and such. Yeah. Anything you have to say to me, um, I will no longer be paying attention to because you're obviously trying to corrupt the politics. I listen to the people, not to the corporations. Have a nice day. Yeah, yeah. If only. By the way, I was going to say the only manufacturing that I can. Uh, Ed, I'm sorry. Back up a second. Felix had said, retool and start making stuff here. Um, Stephanie is pointing out that, you know, do you have even the faintest idea how long that will take? Do you have even the two makers needed? You still have uh, to start somewhere. Uh, yes, but if America has shown anything in this area, we have the capacity to turn on a dime if somebody finally says, well, we need blah manufactured for the war effort. Mm -hmm. Quick as a wink, man, that stuff will get transferred over. We we can do that when there is want to do it. What I was going to say before, however, was the only manufacturing that I can think of that is completely decentralized currently is the 3D printing market. There are a lot of these things out there. There isn't, uh, there isn't quite nearly as many locally sourced industrial fabricators like that. But for, for some stuff, there is some stuff that can be done. And if people are going to have the opportunity of making their own, something tells me the 3D building slash 3D modeling community is going to have a big push suddenly for, hey, we have need for item blah. How can we make this? Who needs it? A medical organization needs this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can we can uh, uh, we can crowdsource an idea on how to make this happen for you. And see, that's the thing. Corporations, multiple corporations have already been trying to get blocks put onto 3D printing, citing every idea that they can think of that may sound scary. Oh, somebody can 3, 3D, we can already 3D print a gun. Somebody's going to be able to 3D print a bomb. Somebody's going to be able to 3D print a, a virus. And I was like, okay, first off, anybody can buy a hammer, 
and crack another person over the skull and kill them. Anybody can buy nails, fertilizer, a, a coffee can, and a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, doing a little bit of an internet search, make a shrapnel bomb and kill a whole bunch of people, if not maim a whole bunch of people. Hurting people, other fellow human beings, is not something that humans are new to. Okay, we're very good at hurting ourselves. We're very good at killing each other, maiming each other. Lots of bad things. We're good at it, plain and simple. We've become exceptionally so, efficient at it. Yes, uh, so much so that now we actually worry about whether or not the new weapons that we make are properly efficient on a particular kind of scale. How's that for batshit crazy? So anyway, all that crap aside. Yep. There is nothing that we cannot turn into a weapon. End of story. So that argument for me that, oh, we, we should put a limit on 3D printing and everything else because somebody might do something harmful with it, that doesn't sit with me. I'm sorry. That has no effect. It does not work. You do not scare me, sir or ma'am. Now, the problem becomes when you have people who don't understand this, they get scared. And then they listen to whoever it is that's scaring them, whether it's a corporation or somebody who swallowed the corporation's... Uh, um, Kool-Aid, okay? And because of that, what do we wind up with? We wind up a with a lot of scary shit. We're back on the watch list again. I don't know which watch list that is. You know what? What? So long as, they're, so long as you're watching us, that's the important part. So, you know, thank you for that part, I, I guess. And... Um, yeah, as a real quick, Stephanie called me out, and rightly so. What I was talking about, you know, that was decades ago when there were skilled craftsmen in quantity. Yes. But if there's money involved, somehow there's always a way. Somehow there's always a way. And finding these ways are, are finding ways to... to manufacture things, finding ways to provide the services that we need without having to outsource everything else. These are things that we could all do if we would stop listening to the fear mongers and the rumors and everything else and start just getting back on track. And we have so many ways to get back on track. For example, you know, if you are, if you're somebody who wants to make circuits, we know how circuits are made. We know how circuit boards are made. We know how transistors and you name it. We know how all this stuff is made. We know how to tool this kind of equipment because we've made much of this equipment. We've built foundations of this stuff. This is something that we could tool up for. It would create jobs. Yes, it takes money to uh, to as money spent to make money as well but now you can be imagine if you're making a comp if you've built your own company and your company makes circuits okay for computers you're an american company all your parts and materials are sourced from american suppliers so it's all in-house you don't have to do any overseas shipping you make everything here and you employ people from the surrounding area Okay. Now you go onto a government contract. Oh, look, they're looking for a supplier for a specific type of chip. You happen to make that chip. You have no outsourced people. You have no outsourced material. Everything's in-house. 
everything's under control within the border. That is going to – it might be a little bit more expensive, but when the government looks at that, they can go, oh, look, we can justify this expense because we know that this wasn't made by the Chinese or the Taiwan or whoever it is that we currently do not have a good rep- – um, uh, not reputation. Um, Rapport? Yeah, we don't have a good rapport with them. And we don't know if they're injecting stuff or code or things into the circuit that they shouldn't be. Like that whole thing with Huawei, if that's how you pronounce it, Huawei. 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 All right. So that whole thing with Huawei right now, if we were making the same stuff that we were making here in the country, the government could go, you know what? We're going to go fund this local group instead because we can get an alternative. Sure, it might be more expensive, but we know that nothing's being injected to it because it's all under our, our roof. Yeah. Now, Tech, um, you're familiar with the Buy America Clause, right? Mm, no, I can honestly say I'm ignorant of that. I'm sorry. Okay, no, that's fine. This is something I ran into at my old job. God, I hate saying that. Um, we manufactured our... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, we manufactured our hardware for vehicles in-house like we actually had a warehouse uh we had a factory where our stuff was assembled tested like we the the thermal uh testing oven is still in the place because well it's (laughs) they're kind of hard to take out you know Mm -hmm. just okay but you know but the fact is they, they were they were um assembled tested and completely manufactured in that place and then they were shipped like we had an entire inventory room where they were they were taken, packaged, boxed, and shipped out the door to our customers. Very cool. Now a lot of our yeah, but one of the things we ended up with uh, when we got bought by the by our parent company, or what became our parent company, a lot of the projects that they would go after, they had a Buy America clause. And and this has become a big thing. And I I can't remember which administration uh, prompted it. Uh, Part of me wants to say Obama, but it might have been Bush. I don't know. Basically, if a a country or if a company from another country wanted to do business with an American company and there was going to be the manufacturing of certain parts involved – there would either be an incentive or a compulsion in the, that had to be written into the contract that those parts had to be made in America. Otherwise, either costs would go up or the contract could legally not be executed. Like, th- this is how... Um, I, I kind of scoffed at originally, and I just called it uh, protectionism, but, you know, thinking on it now... Uh, I can kind of see where that's coming from is that they, they do want to maintain, you know, American interests. The thing is, uh, until we moved our manufacturing place to Cedar Rapids, we found certain ways to get around that where we would ship the parts to an assembly plant in the U.S. where they would then be put together. And that actually, that was a loophole that allowed people to say, well, uh, it's, it's American bought, 
but it, everything was still manufactured elsewhere. So what you're talking about tech though is you would you'd quite literally have to you'd have to tighten up that clause to say it's all done internal. Oh yeah. Um now the thing is with uh, like a company like what I used to work for um that could be a, a challenge like a, a lot of that could hurt a lot of foreign uh, business dealings even with ones that you do have a good relationship with like mine for instance so it, it i like the idea but i can see where it could become very complicated uh very and fast thing, we have to stop shying away from that crap we, right. we really do everybody needs to stop shying away from that it it, it it's it just amazes me. It's like, well, I'm worried about this, that, and it's like, okay, fine. If you're not developing stuff in house and your only vendor is outsourced and all that other crap, well, we, we can't do this because it might become a competition to that vendor. Uh, yeah, in capitalism, in commercialism, competition's a good thing. Yeah. When somebody has a monopoly, we end up with shit like Comcast. Yeah. Ma Bell. Ma Bell had to be torn apart by our government because it became too powerful. Mm -hmm. Multiple so, times. Yeah. So when people tell me, oh, well, we can't do that because of the, the competition, we might piss off, you know, uh, certain vendors and everything. It's like, screw that. If they don't like it, tough shit. Competition exists for a reason. Yeah. The trouble with the trouble with competition is that it suddenly becomes hard for people to make money. No, it suddenly becomes hard for the uh, shareholders to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not the people who are trying to put a roof over their head and pay for, you know, their blood thinner medication or for the uh, lady who, or man who's got a kid who needs uh, chemotherapy to fight the cancer. Yeah. You know, no, it becomes uncomfortable for the person who has 10,000 shares, you know, in some such corporation. And they're l quite literally living off the dividends because they're making so much money hand over the fist, even though that company that they've got the dividends in is currently in a fight because, well, you know, they don't want to get the good health insurance for the employees. They want to get the cheap shit and pass along all the extra costs for it to the employees you know mm -hmm. that three thousand to six thousand dollar deductible yeah i'm yeah. sorry i have no no warmth for mega corporations no i'm uh, you're preaching to the choir here i'm just telling you what i what has been my experience what i've learned um about things like that and that it is it's it's a holy mess right now and yeah, there does need to be something does have to happen where they've got to take, they, they do have to take it apart and look at it critically and say, okay, what, what is going to work best for our country? And it, it has to be, you know, the orange man has often said America first I he just personally know what it truly means. No, but the thing is, a lot of other people don't know either. Right. America first is not outsourcing for maximum profitability. America first is 
literally is taking is bringing those jobs back but then it's also saying um oh you want a tax break uh no this is the cost of doing business in america if you are an american company then you are an american company you you cannot outsource everything to china and still call yourself an american company anymore that that's kind of where that that's the kind of law, line in the sand that has to be drawn yep. if you want to get back to that that comfortable if if you want to get it back to the good old days you've got to you got to get the jobs back yeah and you got to stop kowtowing to shareholders and to people who are mega billionaires borderline trillionaires and they won't they won't it's well, they going won't to take some sort of revolution in this country for that kind of crap to start really happening yeah just a piece of advice before you do that oh no i wasn't talking about starting one no, 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 but, no. But even though it's going to happen give, just take a piece of advice from from me who is a bit of a student of history when you go to the farms do not behead the farmers oh no you need them yeah <laughs> uh no th this is what happened th this was the revolution in russia they they killed everybody who was considered a landowner including farmers and put people on there who didn't know a single damn thing of what they were doing yeah, so people starved to death exactly yeah, I had to study Russian history before I took the language. Okay, so you probably know this a hell of a lot better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was junior high level history, but yeah, I, I'm uh, familiar still, with a lot of the things with still. the Tsars and a bunch of the other stuff that happened over there. And it's it's true. You know, you cannot destroy the foundation of any form of of anything that you want to keep. So if you want to keep a functional country, you cannot destroy the foundation of it. And that is your basic service. Mm -hmm. Food, waste management, and a bunch of other things. Utilities and so on and so forth. If you go in and wipe out all the utility companies and all the waste management companies and all the food production from the farmers to the hydroponics and everything else, guess what? <laughs> You've just entered the dark ages. Mm -hmm. And if you do need to take out a group, like if you need to take out the local electric company, because let's say... Um, Tech? Whatever it is, make it yeah, extremely it, fast right now because right. I'm fading quick. But anything you take out leaves a hole. And if you're not prepared to fill in the hole, somebody sneaky, somebody malevolent might fill it in for you. So before you prepare a revolution, make sure you have the replacement ready. It's an ice hole. Remember that. It's an ice hole. An ice hole? A big gaping ice hole. I don't get it. I'll, we'll fill you in afterwards. Trust me. Okay. It's, it's, funny. it's, it's not clicking. It. I am also tired like you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, was there anything left on the table for, uh, for anybody really quickly? Uh, forgive um, me. Like I said, I'm, I'm kind of fading and I, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to lose. Need to the, start finding churches for getting involved in politics. Um, <laughs> I believe the correct expression for that is uh, fuck you right now. Hmm. fuck the motherfucking pope <laughs> that's 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 a different one <laughs> uh, 
since apparently over in the over in live chat, some people are wondering ice hole. It's a ice hole. It's a reference to one of the uh, uh, one of the Drew Carey hosted. Um, uh, whose line is it anyway? Moments. Uh, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. So so now 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 you guys know. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, any last item, uh, Bridget? You've you've had like the least amount of time tonight. I think. Even with me showing up late? Shut up. <laughs> I wow. talk too much. Mm, no, just uh, fuck Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? When when you got nothing... She, she's consistent. <laughs> if you got nothing good to say about somebody, might as well just go with what works. That makes perfect sense. Um, <sighs> as far as you talking too much, dude, you're, you're, you're my backup. Which means that <laughs> you you need to keep in 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 shape for not not a big deal. Uh, w- yeah. Was there was there any last item for you? Um, I do want to know more. I mean, I, I said a lot of things today that, um, you know, <laughs> admittedly, maybe I did come off a little one sided. I'll cop to that. I do want to know the truth. I, I want to know all the facts about everything and. Because a lot of what I'm hearing is that a lot of people are being demonized. And if that demonization is not justified, or if, again, if it's just more hype from one side or another, then, yeah, I want to know that I'm, I want to be able to see through it. Because really, well, I mean, 2022, guys, <laughs> get your shit together, please. Yeah. Or sooner. You know what? You tried it once. Nothing stuck. Yeah, well. Only an insane person goes after it again, expecting something different. Unless, unless this time the guns are smoking like Vesuvius. Because if they're not, 2022. Yeah, well. See what's going on. Um. I'll wrap this up really fast. I wanted to make this open because I've got the problem of, you know, it's my show, my responsibility to try to figure out what the hell we're going to talk about. And I've gotten overwhelmed. I've kind of gotten burnt out. I've, I've looked at so many different things that have come down the pike and as much as I really want to be able to just isolate one item, I have not been able to run a discriminator on the stuff to try to figure out what do I actually want us to tackle. I don't know if it's going to get any easier. I don't know if it's going to get worse. All I know is that if I, who have been a somewhat of a public speaker of sorts, for the better part of a decade is having a hard time trying to deal with all this stuff. I really don't envy what some of the normal folks out there are going through. I'm sorry. We're going to keep trying. We're going to keep doing the best that we can. Uh, It's not going to be easy, but um, we said it before we've kind of got a responsibility to you guys to the best of our ability. Keep trying. 
We'll just keep trying. As always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Hope that you uh, found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about for yourself for uh, for later. Um, uh, first in, la- uh, last in, first out. So, uh, Tech, thank you. You uh, you take care of yourself. Stay warm. Stay dry. Oh, we're, we're good down here. It's just slightly cold, but other than that, we're fine. And uh, remember to go out and vote, people. Not 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 just for you know president, but for all the other stuff, all the other yeah. branches that you can vote. Get out and vote. Not not tomorrow, because that's that's no. that, not tomorrow. That's all. Yeah. No, but I mean, when it's your opportunity, take it. Yeah, because that's that's what the short and curlies are there for. <laughs> Bridget. Um, besides, uh, by the pubic hair. Uh, besides uh, pegging Mike Pence uh, to the wall, uh, what, else, <laughs> what else have you got to say for yourself tonight? Uh, not much else. Uh, I'm still tripping out over all the people in China that are on lockdown. Like mm. now, it's like 750 million people. That's a lot of people. It's true. Which means yeah. there's going to be a lot of kids born soon. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, thank you for your time tonight. Thank you. I'm (laughs) waiting. (laughs) I'm doing the whole Vecini thing over here, and I forget that the the camera isn't on right now, and I'm just... Well, um, you can submit a quick request on (laughs) Facebook under Bridget Fitch. Um, we're going to be having a show Monday night at 8.30 on Beyond the Trailer Park. I'm not sure what the topic is yet, but uh, we are planning on talking about something. And uh, you can find me on my blog at bridgetfitch2112.wordpress.com That's, you know what, considering that tonight we had a show and talked about something, I, I, I you know, I, I can't I can't fault you guys for that. I mean, shit with the way things go and uh by the way tripping uh do we get a reach rep no 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 neither does he doesn't deserve it <laughs> oh hell in for a penny in for a pound he deserves fish hooking that's what he deserves Ooh, a barbed fish hook out well, you know what the worst part about getting a barbed fish hook through your skin is? You got to push it all the way through. Mm. I know. I I went fishing with my grandpa a lot. Found that out. That's a thing, Dallin. Um, you you can't you can't see what I've got over here in my hands right now, but I uh, I've been waiting to get one of these for a, a long time. I I finally got the uh, the adapter for my camera. So I can take all my old Minolta lenses and put it on my DSLR. Nice. Yes. And it works. And I, I spent twice as much as I needed to in order to get one that actually works with the autofocus. So when I focus, it actually goes, beep, you're in focus. Oh, good. Thank you. Well, that's cool. Yes. Well, that is good. Yeah. That's a humdinger. It kind of. I, ju- I just. Yeah, I just wanted probably to probably also saved him a uh, a crap ton of money well, without having to switch to Geico. 
Well, I'm I'm already with Geico, so it doesn't really much. I've got a lot of money invested in lenses over here. Is is, is part of the thing for for a lot of years, but that's that's all of it. So thank you very much for your time and um, trying to keep me sane tonight. I, I really appreciate. It. Yeah, do what I can when I can. Yes, you um, do. I also keep other things sane, uh, namely the audio version of this show over at holycraftoflogcast.com. And whenever I get the feeling I want to do some, uh, throw some random thoughts out there, you can catch those at inthewind.yl5.ca. Thank you greatly, man. I really do appreciate it. Everybody, um, thank you, uh, as always, for being with us. And uh, we hope that you have yourself a, a, a good week. Um, of course, all of our information you can find as well as subscribing to the audio podcast is holycropblogcast.com, contact information, all the stuff. The phone number, if you want to leave us a voicemail message other than, you know, um, basically fuck you. I, I thought about playing it a couple times and I thought, yeah, you know what? even if that's what they want to say, give them the number anyway. You know why? Because it shows that they care about something. They, they've cared enough to pick up the phone, call, and leave a message. Even if we don't like their message, they care about something enough that they've actually acted. Well, because too many people sit back and then they think and don't do anything. Well, it's not that I don't like the message. It's just that you went through the whole bother of calling, and that's all that you left? Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, put I a little different. effort. Uh, whatever, whatever. The phone number is eight five sorry it's one eight five nine hctv five five four country code one so if you're outside you can call us that uh outside of the continent eight five nine four two eight eight five five four uh i'd be more than happy to you know take that stuff on and 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 figure all that stuff out but anyway um all the guys over there in the live chat thank you uh stephanie trippin ttf Felis. You guys take care of yourselves. Um, for what it's worth, for those of you that celebrated, happy Valentine's Day. For those of you that uh, otherwise celebrated, happy Hearts and Hooves Day, happy Singles Awareness Day, happy Jack Benny birthday, happy Friday. He's 39 again, right? Um, well, he, he stopped at 39 cause he, he's dead now, but that's neither here nor there. So he died at age 39. He died so young. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised. And, um, thank you for being with us really seriously. Thank you for sticking it out with us. We're going to keep being here for you. Kind of works both ways. So until next week, please be safe. And, uh, Especially if you're in the areas where the weather has been nasty, please just be exceptionally careful. But otherwise, in the meantime, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, Stephanie. I wish you sunshine for a change. And as always, my lady, 14 and a half years on, I am still in love. Ah. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. And until the next time we get together, everyone. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. 
Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.